Attention Life Tips listeners, looking for better ways to become better, smarter, faster, and wiser? Well, listening to Life Tips is a great start, but how about if we gave you an easier way to listen? Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to Life Tips and even more programs that will help you build to a better health, wealth, and lifestyle. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play today. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Making your life smarter better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show, everyone. I'm here with Laura Schreffler. Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. You're the author of Internet Dating 101. It's complicated, but doesn't have to be. Yes, I am. (laughs) I tried to use as much emotion as I could when I said that. Um, So tell us a little bit about why you wrote the book and uh, let's let's start there what problem are you trying to solve well I didn't really have too much knowledge about internet dating before I started and then I thought well this is something that I want to explore it's something that I don't know much about and so I wanted to get answers and that's how I do things so I got my answers and how many people did you have to interview to get your answers how many unhappy stories did you have to hear to gather the data that you needed to to really put together the book together? I heard literally hundreds of stories, and not all of them were unhappy, but the majority were. Hmm. Do you think that there's a new culture that's developing here that's that's a complex web? Is that is that you know give us your thoughts on the complexity that 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 people are facing with the online model? Well, you know, I think that internet dating, um, it's gotten more and more popular because a lot of people are busy, they're at work, and I think that it really works for people that don't have a lot of time or that don't have the inclination to go out and date and don't really know how to meet people. So I think it does work as a new model. Hmm. So are there any stats related to, uh, you know, online dating, success versus failure, um, could you share any data with us on that? Well, actually, I believe 50% of all marriages now are, are made through online dating. Hmm. That's, that's half. Wow. And exactly. is the divorce rate going up or down? <laughs> uh, that, I, that I'm not prepared to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, here's an interesting question. Um, you know, the matchmaking process is it getting any better with the online in the online world? I believe so. There's so many different sites now that it's not just, you know, do you like the look of this person or do you live in the same city? But there's a lot of niche sites that um, if, if you like to bowl, for example, there's probably an online dating site for bowlers. And, you know, it, um, how, how we met, there's a lot of different sites where you can just you know, go on bike rides with people or, you know, your Christ, Christian mingle. If you're Christian, you go on that site. So it all, you know, it's very niche sites work. Hmm. 
Now, I want to ask you about the serial uh, online dating person <laughs> um, that is developed a palette for, I want to call it toying with people or experimenting and never really using an online dating platform as an end goal, right? Um, to actually meet somebody. I mean, they, they kind of just are in this perpetual funk of not it not working and blaming it on the technology or the matchmaking or, you know, isn't there a deeper problem here? And, and are there serial online daters that will probably never get married or never really go beyond three dates? Tell us about that. Well, sure. I mean, you can't show, I mean, one, you can't lie in your profile picture. There have been so many people that, you know, they'll say that they're 20 pounds thinner and 20 years younger and they'll show up for their date and reasonably so the other person will be disappointed. Those people are never going to make a match by lying ever. I mean, what, what do you have to achieve by that? So I think there are some people and if you show up for a date and you're unpleasant or you have, there's some that I've heard that have bad breath some that have been sweating the entire day, you know, you have to really take care of yourself and you have to really make sure that you're going into it with like an open mind and that you look presentable and that you're, you're nice, you're, you're acting presentable. So there's a lot of different factors there. Are there dating sites for say celebrities or people that really have their act together and are really, uh, you know, super sophisticated and high-end earners and are would be great, like amazing people. They want to pe meet people like them. I mean, uh, you know, are, are, there, are there, is there a different niche for every type of person on there? There is a different, there's a niche for different, every different kind of person on there. Celebrities, have, some have admitted to using it before, but there's not set sites for celebrities. You're not going to go and say, you know, I want to date, um, Jessica Alba when she was single and I'm going to find her online. You're not going to have that. Um, but millionaires, um, you know, see, go back to the bowling enthusiasts. I mean, there's something for everybody. Right, right. Now, have you used an internet dating site yourself successfully and had some hot dates uh, from, from uh, online? I have, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into more detail about the hotness of those dates later, but having said that, it's worked for you personally, bottom line. It has worked for me, uh, absolutely. I did meet somebody on there that I ended up dating for quite some time, actually from my research for the book. Got it. Did you, did you feel compelled that you had to stay with them because you were writing the book? Oh, absolutely not. No, the purpose was just for, it was for a research purpose and then it evolved into a relationship. Really like so. that. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so tell us, so you wrote this book and, 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 and what's happening with the book now? Are you at the promotional stage of it? Tell us a little bit about what, what's going on. Who's, who's buying it? Who are your readers? Who's interested in this? We're starting the promotional phase now. The book just came out in December. Um, my readers actually, it's, it's a, a mesh of men and women, mostly people 20, 20 to 40, um, and people that haven't had a lot of luck or don't really know much about internet dating. Plus, you know, I'm a little bit sassy in the book, so I think it's people that like to be told what to do. <laughs> nice. nice. Do you feel there's a formula for promotion, promoting yourself in the online world, in the online uh, dating world? In other words, are there fundamentals that you need to abide by and are you guiding people through that in the book? 
Sure. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much telling you absolutely hands down. It's a it's a all encompassing guide. So it's everything from how to style your profile picture to know what not to do on a date to things to be aware of on a date. So it's a an all encompassing guide for men and women. So it's not gonna um, it's not gonna scare off men, which was my big fear. Hmm. Are there more women online, by the way, or more men online, or is it balanced? It's pretty balanced. There's a um, slightly larger amount of women online at this moment. There you have it. So <laughs> that 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 if, if too many people hear that, it will it will cascade the other way. Now, I have an interesting question for you regarding dating in general. And um, it, 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 it's a small little story. I'll tell you for everyone very quickly, but it's kind of interesting. So I went to Connecticut College, um, and at the time, back in 1980, when I first entered Con College, the, the ratio was 70% women and 30% um, men. And you'd say, wow, that's great, Byron. must have been fantastic. Actually, no. It was quite the opposite. Um, a lot of – there was a lot – there was so much imbalance in the ratio – that whenever you would – it was very difficult to go on a single casual date with any woman if you were a guy like me because um, it was immediately assumed that, oh, well, they're dating and they slept together, you know, da-da-da-da. It was casual dating and, and friendly dating was not something that was uh, – was, it was easy to pull off, you know, the, the way rumors work, um, and it made people feel uncomfortable. So – as a result of all of this, I was the president of the philosophy club and my junior year, and I, and I developed this rather bizarre concept to say, you know what, what we need is public notification <laughs> that, that suggests that I'm on what's called a hop one date, which is the hands-off policy, and <laughs> the hop two date, which is the hands-on policy. Like, we're serious. We're really dating. <laughs> so I thought it would be kind of a, an interesting joke, you know, to to write an article about it and propose it and have a debate about it. And it was really more of a debate on, you know, the, the dating problem itself. It ended up, you know, blowing out of proportion. Uh, you know, some people were very unhappy with me and thought that that was, you know, you know, a dictatorship and and how can you, you know, take personality, you know, personal romantic feelings and put a label on you. I mean, this is crazy, but it, but it inspired conversation. I'm wondering what the expectations are in your opinion of online dating. When you meet somebody online, is there, you know, a hands-on and a hands-off policy? Is there a, a courting procedure? Is it like a normal date? Is it forced? Is it feel odd? You know, how, how does your character understand this? Could you describe that a little bit? Sure. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The first date is like an interview. You're going, you're presenting yourself, you're putting your best foot forward. You have to sell the other person on you a little bit more than you would on a regular date. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure why that is. It's just the culture, the online dating culture. Um, I, it's a little bit unfair, but it is the way it is. And I think on a lot of the sites, you have, um, there's, you can tell and you can put down exactly what you're looking for. So something like uh, Plenty of Fish, you're, you know that you're just going into it looking for fun, where, whereas people on eHarmony, they're looking for something a bit more serious. So you sort of know what you're going into before you go on the actual date. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Now, I find that interesting um, because 
you know, you said you, know, you kind of have to sell yourself a little bit more and you have to kind of pitch yourself. It's like an interview, like, please like me. That That, that is so terrible. That is so sad. <laughs> and that, that is like not real. Don't you agree? Like, you know, and, and here's why. No one wants to be sold to in the end of the day, right? And that's true. You know, and I think as a result of this, it's it's forcing a similar type of problem that, that we had back at Connecticut College, which is this is forced, it's not real. And and here's here's what I mean by that. So, you know, I, I, we're in the writing business over here at, at, at Life Tips and Writer Access and Idea Launch and these other companies that that I'm, I'm uh, I've founded and started. And you know, one of the things that you learn about storytelling is you can't be self-centered in your story. You know, you can't talk about yourself. Um, you know, you have or the features and benefits of of your products, right? Instead, you have to draw the reader in to engage them and to uh, want them to read more. And I think that there's a lot of strategy here with, with matchmaking and getting to know one another. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Um, I, I would not think it, it's a difficult process. I mean, it is a little bit unfair in the sense that you have a higher expectation when you're going on an online date because it's like shopping for your perfect partner. Mm-hmm. And if that person doesn't live up to the item that you saw in the window, then it's going to be a disappointment. Mm-hmm. And what about goal alignment? Can't technology do more? I mean, eHarmony sort of, you know, pretends, you know, professes to tap into that, but you know, can't, can't we do a better job at matchmaking and using, you know, uh, a Socratic approach to, answer these questions and someone else is going to answer these questions. We'll find personality matches and physical matches and, you know, uh, and interest and, and, and linguistic matches and knowledge, ba- you know, it, can't we get better at matchmaking? I think online matchmaking has been uh, fairly successful when you're matching somebody up in terms of goals and things that you want out of life and career matches and values. But that's not to say, I mean, even with the most perfect match of all, who's to say that you're going to have chemistry, which is where I believe my, the best site is chemistry.com hmm. because they actually match people up scientifically and under the premise that you're going to actually have more of a chemical match with the person that you're matched with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what worries me is that first date where you're going through all this analysis, like there's not a lot of events that reveal personality when you're sitting there pitching yourself to someone else, right? This is what, true. You know, it's, true. it's true. A good example of that is like, let's look at, um, what's that great movie with Jennifer Aniston and she's in a booth at a diner and someone who just got married walks by her and she's got toilet paper on her wedding dress in Las Vegas and she gets up and runs and, you know, you, you know what scene I'm talking about? Uh... I have no idea, and I love Jennifer Aniston too. It's such a shame. George, what movie is that? With the to- to- you know what? It's not Jennifer. In- it's not Jennifer Aniston. It's um. That's why. <laughs> it's I know I threw you off there. It's um, it's um with Richard Gere and um, um Julia Roberts. Yeah, exactly. Right? Aren't they in a bar scene? And and they're they're in a they're in a diner in Las Vegas, right? And, 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 and a woman in the next booth now, or a couple booths down goes up and goes to the bathroom and she comes back to her table and she's got toilet paper that's in her wedding dress. And uh, Julia Roberts gets up and chases her down and pulls the, 
pulls the toilet paper out, you know, and so she doesn't embarrass herself when she goes back to the to the table with her new husband, right? It's like this beautiful scene of like, now there's personality, right? How can you not fall in love with Julia Roberts right there, right on the spot when she does that, right? Well, I mean, it's Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But, but that scene is the, the element of the chemistry, right? Yeah, I would say that. I mean, but you can't gauge chemistry. You don't know who's going to have it, really. I mean, chemistry.com comes close, but, you know, you can't predict that kind of thing. Completely. Well, here's my theory on this, okay? My theory would be, okay, let's start a new standard for internet dating. You know, meet somebody. You have to go put yourself in situations where you can learn about the characteristic of this, uh, you know, the, 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 you have to, you, like, you have to go on what I would call, like, um, high chemistry situations. <laughs> Which, I, I don't even know what that would be. You know, blind bowling, maybe? I don't know. What, you know. Blind bowling. There you go. You know, like, you know, dating you have, in the dark. <laughs> right? That's the story of life. Blind bowling. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Perfect. And if you both hit strikes, you know, with blindfolds on, you'll know it's a winner. <laughs> lucky strike that's the name lucky, of the site what is that what lucky, lucky strike <laughs> okay so, uh all right well wow this is so much fun i can hardly stand it let's take a break everyone and we'll be back in a few minutes with more more fun with internet dating and we'll try to straighten ourselves out here back in a minute life tips will be right back after this short break Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Warning. Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Laura, great to have you on the show here today. Thanks for being back with us. Thanks for having me. Right on. Okay, so maybe you can walk us through some of the fundamentals, um, especially for George, by the way, that's single and uses dating services all the time. Right, George? Using them is not even the, the word to say. It's like uh, abusing them and uh, using every everything free, premium. I've done it. I've tried it. And, you know, still single today. Well, you're engaged by it. You know, one of my wonderful uh, friends of my wife, who's a very attractive woman, lives in Chicago. Um, it's unbelievable the stories that she has. She is a serial online dater. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, in a bad way. She, she'll meet somebody. She'll be like, this is the one. I'm telling you, this gives it, you know, just recently she, um, someone bought her, uh, you know, several dresses and, all was well and you know this is the guy and you know again it's it's like a two or three months in here we go again what happens sure enough um something blows up it turns out that he likes to drink a lot during the week he was european um and he drinks all the time and and she's put off by that and confronted it with him and he reacted not the way that she wanted him to and so they broke up and and then even more dramatic she wants he wants the dress back, this really expensive dress. So it became chatter. She she sent out uh, you know questionnaires to all her girlfriend. Should I give the dress back or should I not? You know what if he asked for the other dress dresses back? Is this like, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. You know so, and it's it's a repeat story. So help us here. You know uh, what's the problem with that? Is that a problem with her? By the way. You know, is she ever going to get married or is she always looking for faults in people? And by the way, when she's dating one person, she's, you know, texting and and all the other guys she's ever dated or, you know, in and out of her life. She's, you know, constantly on board with drama and soap opera. Can, Can you help with this situation? Is this really happening out there? Yeah. Well, first, may I say. One, why was the man buying her dresses within three months? You know, I, I don't think that, I don't even think men that you've been with your whole life perhaps should buy you anything in the clothing department. But it sounds like if she's if she's really dramatic, um, the fault unfortunately might be with your friend. It seems you don't want drama in a relationship. You want something stable and you want something great. So it may be that she is um, seeking these men without really knowing it. Uh, that's who she's gravitating towards because she likes the drama and she thrives on it is what it sounds like. I think you're right. And if we, we looked at her track record is what's the longest relationship she's been in the last five years, the answer would be three months, you know? Ooh. So, I mean, it's just a, and by the way, very attractive woman and dating very successful guys, you know? So there's just something, there's a balance problem here. You know, the, 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 the core is not right. 
Um, but I'm, she's actually hysterical. She's a lot of fun. She's, she's amazing. Um, but she's in this perpetual world of, of always wanting the next guy, you know, like this, here are the faults I've identified them. Once again, I'm moving on to the next, you know, and, and online dating makes that accessible, Laura. Don't you agree? I actually do agree with that because it is like shopping and some people aren't really going into it for the right reasons. So if you really are serious about wanting somebody and wanting to be with somebody and getting married, then you're going to look for the best match for you. She's looking for the for the next best thing and she's always thinking there's going to be something better out there, which it sounds like in her case there actually might be. <laughs> 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 Top five tips for for the listeners, Laura, on what to do. Let's start with your profile and how you're pitching and promoting yourself. Do you have some 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 depth there you could offer the re- listeners? Oh, absolutely. Be honest about what you want, uh, most importantly. Uh, If you want to get married, if you just want to date, if you just want to play around, be honest about that. Um, Profile picture. Have at least four, if not more, photos of yourself um, so that you're represented in the best way. Don't lie about what you look like or who you are, things that you want, because it's just going to harm you in the long run. Um, Let's see. Do not, if you're a woman, please do not put a picture of yourself with a cat because no man is ever going to respond to your ad. And then my fifth tip would be, this is for the date itself. Um, And again, for women, I think that you should absolutely make sure that a friend knows who you're going out with, uh, where you're going to be, and have a check-in time just for safety reasons. Mm. Awesome. Byron, can I make a, just interject one quick question? I want to follow up on um, something that Laura mentioned about uh, when it comes to finding out if somebody's really serious when you're communicating with them, initially getting to know that person. Can you give me some red flags as that you really get uh, that are indicators that when you're starting the initial conversation with that other person, how do you know when they are seriously looking forward to going out with you and they really do want to make the attempt and that you should pursue or that you should step back and, you know, not pursue anything further? Well, the two biggest red flags to me are that you, if they want to meet up with you too quickly or if they don't want to meet up with you at all. If they're just talking to you, talking, 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 there's probably something else going on. They may have a relationship. They may just like the attention. Whereas if they want to meet you too soon, you know, within like about an hour of talking to you or 20 minutes (laughs) of talking to you, whatever it is, that means they're a little desperado. Ego style. So those would be my two biggest red flags. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is part of this really, you know, coaching really in the end of the day? I mean, coaching on listening, on coaching, you know, and reading into other people and also coaching with presenting yourself in a manner that's fun and festive and would be loved by anybody and everybody. Sure. I mean, there's an element of that to it, but you would be amazed at how many people actually need coaching. And I would, I would have said myself included, except now after writing this book, I, um, internet dating 101, it's complicated, but it doesn't have to be. I think that I am a master of it. (laughs) A master coach. Got it. Well, I can't wait to, uh, uh, really dig into the book a little bit more and learn learn more about what you're doing. Sounds really neat. We have to ask you about your recent appointment to Hollywood Life 
as the West Coast Bureau Chief. Congratulations on that appointment. That is actually an old appointment. I am the um, editor of Hope Living Magazine, which is a luxury magazine based in L.A. Oh, are you no longer uh, Hollywood Life? No, that um, that was in 2009. I started the West Coast Bureau. Got it. I want to learn a little bit about that, though, um, and then ask about your current position. Um, but tell me about Hollywood Life. What, what you know, my, my wife is a, is a celebrity, uh, you know, uh, hound. She loves following what everyone is doing. What was it like at Hollywood Life? What was that all about? Um, it was it was very busy. Um, it involved a lot of going out in LA and going to events and being around celebrity culture. Um, it was a very interesting job. It was a it was definitely an experience. Cool. Um, and you were at the New York Daily News prior to that, correct? Yes, I was a columnist for Gatecrasher, which was also a celebrity. Nice. Um, can you just go hang out with my wife for like a week and tell her stories? <laughs> oh, sure. Except uh, all the stories I have might be old. <laughs> so what, tell us about your current position and what you're doing and, and, and what that's all about, and where you're taking your illustrious writing career. It's, um, it's actually an amazing, uh, amazing job. I am the uh, Los Angeles editor of Hope Living Magazine, and we're a luxury magazine. We get to interview CEOs and uh, be, you know, go to luxury hotels and talk about really what's the best of the best in my particular market, which is L.A., and L.A. is my favorite city in the world, so I'm happy to be doing this, and it's really you get to have the best feel for your city of all. Is 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 dating different in in LA? You know, say versus a Boston versus a New York versus Portland, Maine. I mean, are there are there different you know idiosyncrasies and you know uh, patterns that that you see from city to city? Well, it's funny you should say that because I actually started a website called lovetrekker.com um, for that very reason, to kind of explore what dating was like around the States and around the world. And yes, dating is completely different wherever you go, New York versus LA especially. Very interesting. How is it different in, in LA where you are, say, versus Boston where I am here? How would you pinpoint that, you know, if you could? I think in LA, people are a little bit more... Um, into themselves and so you might be going on a date with somebody that's very good looking but that will be looking at himself in the mirror the entire time whereas Boston men are I would say as a whole as a generalization um, more interested in actually having a relationship the older they get so they they would be better dating material better husband material uh, LA men sort of tend to you know to tend to be in their 40s and 50s and some of them are still single and you're like hmm what is this all about whereas <laughs> men settle down mm -hmm. and what you were saying before about the men in uh, about people in uh, New York actually kind of or actually being in Connecticut, it resonated with me because men in New York have that option because there's so few men and so many women, it's men can pretty much have their pick of mm -hmm. who they want to date. And so, you know, women can be incredibly gorgeous and, um, and successful, but they're not going to have a man, and that's the reason why. Mm, very interesting. I read once that the uh, divorce statistics actually were quite interesting. For college level, uh, post collegiate divorce rates are actually only forty percent, whereas pre 
you know, high school graduations were more like 60% for a balanced 50% divorce rate. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Higher education people actually are somehow able to work it out and to uh, find a way to, <laughs> to, to remain, uh, you know, together for a long time. Is that true in the dating world in the sense of, you know, is online dating work better for college graduates, you know, high school graduates, you know, PhDs? Are there any stats or data there that's interesting? I have not actually um, seen stats on, on that in particular. Um, I, I do believe that if, you know, high, if you know how to use the Internet, not, not depending upon education or anything like that, if you know how to use the Internet, then you know how to, you know how to online date. So that's that. <laughs> <laughs> George is going to take particular notes with my next question. It might be my final one for the day. Oh, let's hear it. Bring uh, it on. Tell from your perspective, what makes for a really great, hot, fun, I mean, it doesn't have to be hot, but fun and positive dating experience? Hmm. A fun dating experience uh, as an online date or in general? I think it probably relates to both, you know, an online date and and a regular date. I mean, I, I would view them as the same. A date is a date. I mean, if the if the source is the internet, so be it. But a date is a date, right? Yeah, I guess it kind of depends if it's a first date or if a second date. In general, I would say be different. Um, drinks for me, we're always a good way of, of getting to know somebody, but then there's always that danger that you're nervous and you're going to drink too much and <laughs> then you're going to do things that you regret. So that, you know, as you get older, that's something you want to avoid more. I think interactive experiences, something where not like a movie where you're not going to be able to talk to each other, but things like mini golf or again, bowling, which I must be a big fan of because they keep on mentioning it. Um, something interactive would be a good idea, a good day or, um, and I've, you know, I got this tip in particular from writing the book, um, frozen yogurt dates. That is a good um, alternative to a meal or to drinking. And then you can do things afterwards, like go on a walk or you can prolong the discussion and just sit there. I think that's cute. And most women enjoy that. Hmm. Where do you learn the most about somebody that you're on a date with, in your opinion? Uh, in what sense? Getting to know them and whether you're going to be, you know, interested in them or not. Um, doing something fun or seeing them interact with other people or just conversing with them one-on-one -on -one or it's all of the above. Is it too hard to pinpoint where you learn the most about somebody? I think that you, you can't really know all there is to know about somebody until maybe a third date, but you're going to know whether you like somebody or not within the first 10 minutes. You're, gonna, you're automatically going to know if you're attracted to that person, if there's chemistry. And then this is actually, this is the most important thing for me in particular. If you, the way, it's the way a man treats, um, you know, the wait staff or somebody at a restaurant or at a bar if he's rude and uncouth uh, to somebody that's helping him, then that's not somebody that you want to date or that I want to date. Very, very interesting there. Um, and uh, George, make extraordinary notes on that. Um, Take notes, George. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Just on a side note to that discussion, I was pulling – had some. Uh, I was pulling in a parking lot, and I was on the phone with a with a customer, and um, I had to converse with the parking lot attendant. And 
you know, they all know me on a first name and I know them on a first name. So we were, we had an exchange and I got back on the phone and I said, I'm really sorry about that. And he said, Byron, I've, I've really enjoyed getting to know your characteristic. You know, you see different things about people when you're not just talking with them one on the one on the phone. Right. So I, I thought you'd, you'd, you'd find that interesting. Oh, completely. I actually, yeah. I actually had, a, I have a friend who she had a boyfriend and she was introducing her parents to her boyfriend and they were all out for dinner and he snapped his fingers at the waitress. And until then, she had been completely in love with him. She saw that um, element who was, and you know, that was like eight months down the line. So you, sometimes you never know. It can take a while. Did they break up soon after that? They did. <laughs> well, if the parents didn't like him in the beginning, then man, that was just rocket fuel for the for them making a case, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's probably still a standing joke. Uh, you know, you know what's funny about a situation like that though is he was probably nervous and you know was trying to show that he really wanted to help the family, and maybe he had never done that in his life. Do you know what I mean? Uh, maybe, oh, okay. but I don't think so. <laughs> Sounds like he's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll never know. The sad part is I wonder if he'll ever, did, did, out of curiosity, did she mention that to him afterwards? Did they have a confrontation about that particular incident? No, she's a very nice girl, so she sort of glossed over the issue, but it always, it stayed with her, and it stayed with her parents as well, who mentioned it to me as well. Interesting. Um, I know, oh, I know what question I was going to ask you. This is a really interesting question, I hope um, everyone thinks so, but, so, you know, let's just take Angie's list for a second, okay? Angie's list wouldn't have its, its, its credibility unless you could read the, the actual reviews uh, and testimonials, if you will, of these service providers uh, that, that they're, they're, they're showcasing. Are there any dating sites that allow reviews to happen? Or, you know, you can get your friends to, like, write reviews for you or anything like that? Not that I've seen. I mean, most I, – I assume that most dating sites are not going to want any kind of negative um, – press or negative comments about them. So I, I haven't seen that. That's it, Laura. You and I are starting an online dating site together. Done. Done and done. <laughs> <laughs> because don't, don't you agree, though, that what a great, I mean, look at LinkedIn, you know, writing recommendations for people, critical element of who they are and, you know, in, in, in standing behind them as, as, as a good career choice for somebody else or, a good business decision. You know, I, I trust them. I believe in them. They did a great job for me. And even going on some dates, you know, even if it's only three dates, hey, I really enjoyed my my first date with Jim. He was really nice. Here's what I liked about him. You know, thank you. You know, okay, let's add that to my resume, you know? And oh, you know, there are actually sites um, that that can you can talk about ex-boyfriends and how bad they are. I'm not sure what the names are, but they those sites do exist. But for um, the online dating sites themselves, uh, reviews, I haven't seen that. I mean, let's take George, for example. I would write George a rave review. You know, I love George. I work with him on the radio show. He's amazing. He's funny. He's great. I love partying with him, too. You know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that would help him position himself, wouldn't it, Laura? 
Uh, it would, and I think there would be a million women that would want to go out with George. So you should have a competition <laughs> for that. You should have a date <laughs> competition. Yeah. Well, believe me, he'll be pinging you back saying, who exactly are you recommending? <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, good stuff. Well, hey, Laura, how can people get a hold of you? It's been really fun having you on the show. Thank you very much, by the way. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Um, you can email me. Uh, at laura at lovetracker.com or you can find my book on amazon.com nice internet dating 101 it's complicated but it doesn't have to be right on and you have a uh, do you use your personal website for anything that would want to connect any dots or is that more better to just go go to amazon and uh, email you uh, what what because i know you have a, a personal site as well uh, you can email me through my website. Um, all of the email comes to one address. So, um, yeah, absolutely, laurashreffler.com. Right on. Well, uh, we appreciate you again uh, being on the show, and hopefully you've, you've, you've been a gateway to marriages happening and children being born and, you know, uh, the world becoming a better place with some of your tips and advice in your book. So thanks very much for sharing some, some information with us today. Thank you very much for having me. And everybody, uh, you should name your child Laura for all the tips and advice and all the babies I'm going to be making through my advice. (laughs) (laughs) You see a big spike in in Laura babies then, Laura. Thanks again for being on the show. Uh, Until next week, everybody, I hope your life was a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser, particularly when it comes to online dating. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.